you think you can, you're right. And if you think you can't, you're also right. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in because this is going to be a wild ride. Welcome to Talking With Myself, a bi-weekly controversial podcast that questions everything about societal norms. With your host, Fabian Patterson, a strong-willed kid, a psychology student, a personal trainer, and life's perfect example. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, welcome to Talking With Myself. My name is Fabian, and I am your host, here to question the unquestionable, challenge the norm, and charge you with the task of taking control of your own destiny. If you find this interesting, then continue to listen. And if you think this is absurd, then you, my friend, should continue listening, because we are diving in today's topic of why is it that we as a generation are the most unhealthiest, but yet we're living longer? Why is that? Where did this big health craze come from? What happened? How is it, it seemed, we come to have no idea in how to take care of ourselves? Is this something that's being falsified by world leaders? Do we truly know how to take care of ourselves, or do we not? Are we the worst generation as far as health is concerned? All these questions, so many questions. I mean, out of all our ancestral generations, we are living the longest. Is it because of our health? Mm. We also have the largest amount of breakthroughs as far as intelligence is concerned, you know, the electric cars and the Bluetooth Wi-Fis and um, FaceTimes, et cetera, et cetera, the Elon Musks of the world, if you will. Some pretty interesting thoughts, I think. Um, But before we dive into this, let's look at some numbers. 2019, the American obesity rate was 39%. Wow. Crazy. Think that's bad? This year, right now, it's being calculated or measured at 40%. That might not seem like a lot, right? Well, here's some numbers. 70 million Americans. That's what that translates to. 70 million Americans are obese. 40%, that's almost half. Almost half of America is obese. I think that's another pandemic. Hmm. Don't think that's crazy? Well, here's the flip side to that. Even though we are the most unhealthiest given the numbers, we are actually living the longest. Don't believe me? Here are some numbers. In the 1800s, life expectancy was 40. You were expected to live to age 40. Now, In my current state, I'm a few years away from that, so um, that wouldn't be good. Well, let's look at the 1900s. In the 1900s, it was 54, age 54. Not that much different from the 1800s. Now, fast forward to now and 78, age 78. That's something I could live with. 
currently, life expectancy in America is age 78. Wow. I think that's pretty good. I mean, given the 1800s at uh, 40. But here's something that's even more out of there, a bigger wow, if you will. In Japan, the oldest male or the oldest person lives in Japan. Recorded at age 112. Now, looking at more a deeper perspective or a deeper analysis into the Japanese population, I found out that most of the people who are over 100 live in Japan. Maybe we should start doing what they're doing. <laughs> and then we'll get to 112. But let's rewind a bit and go back to the original question, the original topic. We are the most unhealthiest generation but we're living longer. Why is that? I mean, obviously, we're living longer, so that means we're doing something good, I would think. But yet, we're the most unhealthiest. So what is, the, what is it that we're missing there? Here's a thought. Modern medicine. See, because in the 1800s, modern medicine was slowly taking off. It wasn't really a thing, and it wasn't readily available or accessible to everyone. Now, we could go into insurance and figure out how that plays in, but that, that'll be a different topic. So, But it wasn't readily available to everyone. It wasn't easily accessible. So people were dying younger with illnesses and um, diseases that could have been cured or treated with modern medicine. That is one reason. Well, here's another. Um, the fast food industry didn't really take off until the 1950s because before then, it did exist in the early 1900s. But if you go to a fast food restaurant, you're going to get a regular burger, small patty on a small bun with some lettuce and some veggies. Calories probably range about um, two to 400 calories. And... In addition to that, the only time you'd actually go to a fast food restaurant is if you're out and about. Because back then, typically, Americans ate home-cooked meals. They ate at home because that was the age, the industrial age, where dad was out working and mom was home taking care of the house, preparing the meals, making sure that everything was all copacetic for whenever the family gets home. So people were actually eating natural also. Here's another thought. The um, manufacturing companies that produces the food that we eat weren't so um, proactive, if you will, at um, producing foods faster and more efficiently. All right, cool. Yeah, they weren't putting crap in the foods that we were eating, basically. Our foods were actually naturally grown and it took the time to get to the stage that it needed to get to before it was processed and shipped to you. Microwaves weren't really a thing either, right? Microwave dinners, frozen food dinners, they weren't really a thing. Again, eating more natural, organic. But yet, they were dying younger. But I'm pretty sure they were dying healthy. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. But, so... In all, all in all, what, what, is the, what is the truth here? What is the, the, the real 
uh, problem or the real solution or what am I getting at? Well, this is what I'm getting at. One, we are living longer because of modern medicine. It's actually not because of the way we eat or how we take care of ourselves. Because in truth, we actually don't know how to take care of ourselves now. Um, I mean, look at it. On average, how unhealthy do you eat? You listening right now. Be honest. Right. How often do you take time to reinvest in yourself, in your mental health, and in your emotional health? Exactly. How often is it that you actually do some type of physical exercise to invest in your physical health? Right. You predominantly drive everywhere you go. Back then, people weren't. They were walkers and bikers and, you know, because the automobile industry wasn't as prevalent as it was now. Not everyone could afford an automobile. Again, even though they died at a younger age, they were probably healthier because they didn't have modern medicine. So in all truth, if it wasn't for modern medicine, our generation would be dying a whole lot younger than our predecessors. Get what I'm putting down? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? So, how do we fix this? Can we actually say that the numbers are being falsified by the government? Our leaders? Our people at the top? Maybe, because we don't have the actual tangible proof, the data that we, we um, calculated ourselves. But, there's a but, uh, it probably isn't. And um, we are actually unhealthy and we're actually obese because most of us actually sit at home after we get off work and do nothing. We don't invest in any form of activities. In addition to that, most of us have a job where we're actually sitting down. Yeah. So, what is the fix to all this? Well, first, I will say this. You can't trust every information that you come across on the web because it's not necessarily true. You have to do really good research. Vet the the organization or the platform that's providing this information. And the reason why is the um, companies that produce the foods that we are not supposed to be eating are the same companies that fund the research for foods that they say we're supposed to eat. And I say, quote, end quote supposed to eat. Now, I think there's a bit of conflict of interest there, don't you think? I mean, if I'm going to make a unhealthy product, why would I not fund a research that says, hey, this is what you're supposed to eat? <laughs> Here's the thing, people. 
you've got to be careful in how you gather your information to find out what is most beneficial for you. Because we live in a world where information is right at our fingertips and there's confirmation biases within our DNA. If we think something, we go looking for our reasons to confirm that thought and eventually we're going to find it. And now we have proof to say that what we already thought is actually true. But that's only in our minds because in reality, it's not because that's only our own truth that we've just confirmed from research that we went to go seek. And another thing is that don't take these researches for uh, at plain sight because research, is, um, research can be modified. It could be altered to show what it needs to show. Yeah, um, You could change the numbers in a calculation to prove your theory. Say my theory is um, eating a hamburger, a hamburger a day is beneficial to your health. I could go along the lines of factoring the bun as carbs, which is, we, I could factor and say it's carbs. I didn't say it's good or bad. And I could say the meat, the hamburger meat, is protein, which it is. It depends on the type of meat and what type of protein. Is it processed or not? Is it real beef or not? And how much protein is it? Right? And then I could do the numbers and say, um, based on this um, research, we need carbs and we need protein. And this hamburger has both. <laughs> and then you have information that tells you that eating a hamburger is healthy. And not only is it, quote, end quote, healthy because it has carbs and um, protein, but it also saves you time. You don't have to cook anything. And here you go down a rabbit hole. And this is the same thing with all these diets that are out there. Crazed diets about this diet, that diet, et cetera, et cetera. We won't put any names out there. But that's also another thing. These diets are backed by companies who make the products that um, support these diets or the research for these diets. Yeah, so be careful of what you follow and what you read and what you hear and what you make sense of. Because here's the truth. We are living longer than our predecessors, but we are also the most unhealthiest. And if it wasn't for modern medicine, we would have not have the high life expectancy rate that we have of 78. We probably would have been in the low 30s, which is very sad. Because at the moment, currently, over 70 million Americans are obese. And that's something to think about. That is something to really consider. Are you one of them? And if you are, what are you doing to improve and alter, change the trajectory of your life towards that 78? And not having to rely on modern medicine to aid you in your journey. Because here's the thing, modern medicine is synthetic. 
and your body does is not used to processing that and it becomes dependent upon it and it no longer makes the antibodies that it needs to support the rest of your body so why not prevent all that headache because if you get one medication you're gonna have to get another to counteract the side effects and then you just created a whole new cycle because for every medication you get there's side effects and then for every side effects you get you're gonna need a new medication and it just keeps going so i say to you invest in your health take care of yourself and although we are living the longest of all our generation, take into consideration the only reason why we are is because of modern medicine. This has been another episode of Talking With Myself with your host, Fabian. And until we meet again, stay true, be yourself, and don't go quietly into that gentle night.